Hey guys, welcome back. A new year this time, not just a new show. Roger is here with myself and we've got some special topics coming up for you. We're going to go over some of the things that are happening right now, which happen pretty much every single year when it comes to January resolutions and how you can actually make a success if in the past it's been something where you've tried and potentially just fallen off a little bit. First off though, Happy New Year, Roger. Happy New Year to yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, a quick turnaround. And, uh, but I think, you know, this year we've we're really motivated to take the podcast further, you know, with the impact and the support that you guys have, uh, and feedback that you guys have given us. But um, we certainly identified that it would be strange not to start the first podcast of the year with at least identifying what goes on this time of year you know people yeah. on one hand really motivated i think it's from the the excess of christmas and uh, the, the detox seems very attractive but then also it's a case of right you know the classic this is new year new you this is this is the time um the classic of the the you know last year's for many people last year's resolutions of the smoking and the weight and that goes um so we thought of starting off with the idea really of Acknowledging that, acknowledging yeah. where, where people are at the moment, and then also going from um, what are people, you know, what's going on with people's decision making at the moment. Yeah. There was an interesting stat I saw the other day, and I don't know where it was from, it's in an article, but I don't know where it was cited from or anything like that, but it said that 80% of New Year's resolutions are health related, and 70% of New Year's resolutions fail. Yeah. And there's something going on there, and I notice a lot of times that specifically what I've seen with people speaking to me about health, about nutrition, about how they can train and everything, that it is an all or nothing mentality, which seems to set people off on the wrong foot to begin with. Have you seen anything different with that? Yeah, I think it's, I think what I see is that classic, just knee jerk reaction, is that Christmas people have been, you know, out of their routine. Um, we dropped a couple of messages in between Christmas and New Year and people lose track of what day it is. Yeah. They're in this no man's land. They kind of out of their normal routine, and I think there is there is that element of, and now back to normal routine. It kind of gives a bit of a feel good factor because people know where they are. Maybe they feel a little bit sluggish because of over Christmas, or they've been delaying stuff. Going, you know, the classic every we'll every yeah. diet starts on a Monday. You know, it comes to Christmas time. Oh, in the new year, we'll so. And, and then, then they get the bombarded with the, you know, the, 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 the new DVD comes out from a celeb. Yep. So there's, there's also this marketing campaign that this is the time. The gyms hit, hit people. So um, I think the trend just for a lot of people is that there is that feeling of new year, new slate. And so this is things. But I think there is also that knee-jerk reaction. It's almost anticipated that everyone does that. Yeah. This year, especially with New Year's Eve being on a Monday... It then meant the new year started on a Tuesday, which a lot of people were hung over on. So people yeah. wanted to actually start uh, on the 7th, on the Monday, which is actually seven days already into the new year. Given the where Christmas fell, being on, on the Tuesday, yeah. Christmas Eve being the Monday, people finished the week before. Yeah. So it's actually been a longer period than normal. I think it's normal. that week this, from the Monday the 7th through the last week that most people have really felt that they're getting back into a normal routine. Yeah. So I'd ask the question is, do we do we fall back into normal routine so nothing's going to change? Or do we also use the new year as a motivation? Um, but then people fall into the, the fads and the, the myths and the, the advertising or, or that. And I think they go, they don't make conscious decisions how they're going to go about 
Yeah, there's there's big motivation here, uh, especially at this new year. I'm reading a book at the moment by David Goggins, who's a Navy SEAL. He passed the SEAL test with two broken legs. And I think when we get to where we think is our limit, we're actually only at 50%. And there's a lot more that we're capable of. And he talks about motivation. It's great to have motivation. And motivation, though, that's the thing that will get you up in the morning. And that will get you to the door, but when ready to go out for that run. But when you open that door and it's chucking it down with rain and it's freezing cold, that will stop you there. You'll go back to the sofa and say, I'll wait till tomorrow. So what gets someone through the door? But then there's inspiration. And we can talk about goals on the, the next show that we, we yeah. spoke about. But it's inspiration, knowing what you're actually going to get from that run. Um, what step that is going to get you towards your goal but when you're inspired you open the door you see that it's raining you see that it's chucking it down you're motivated you're inspired you go back to the bedroom and put another layer on and then go out yeah. and that was quite interesting to, to so what's that. what's some of the things that people are getting bombarded or the myths or the the challenges that people are, are there? because I know you've written um, particularly about this in your book mm-hmm. and some of the things that your observations are so I'd be interested to know what well, they are. straight away, going to the gym uh, regularly anyway, I've seen a lot of the new... And it's great to see new people there. They've got just as right as much right to be there as I've got to be there, as you've got to be there, as anyone has got to, yeah, yeah. to be there. And what I hate, first off, is these people say, oh, there's these newbies there, give them till Valentine's Day and they'll be gone. But no, I really hope some of them start and actually continue. And there I must be a on, percentage you do. I, I started on a resolution. Yeah, and yeah. we look what happened there. But... I see people getting simple things in my mind wrong, which obviously aren't simple for the people. Just like when you watch Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, every question is simple if you know the answer. Yeah. But going on the cardio equipment just to lose fat and thinking that lifting weights is going to make you bulky. And I cover this a lot in my book, which is essentially the book I had before, but aimed at females now. Yeah. And when we look at that, hormonally, it's not going to happen by accident, lifting weights. No, no, I, and, I have and, quite and a few muscle. patients who then go, um, I'm thinking of going to the gym and, you know, I'll do some of the, the weights. But I don't, I don't do anything because I don't want to get big. And it's yeah. like, to get big, I mean, you know, to get big, it's a whole different ball game. You're not going to get big by just going two or three times a week and doing some weights. Yeah. It's, it's a different different kettle of fish. Of I mean, for guys, that. that doesn't happen overnight. And then women right. have got a lot lower testosterone, which essentially, taking a lot of science out of it, yeah. is the hormone which helps with that muscle. So the advice is, would be then to go to the gym and use everything at the gym or find what you enjoy. What you enjoy is going to be gonna the thing g- that people are going to uh, stick to. But lifting weights, understanding that when you get into a weight uh, uh, strength routine, you're actually going to burn calories throughout the day. Not many calories more, but a few yeah. calories more. And also you're going to put on a little bit more muscle over time. Not loads to get bulky or anything like that, but that's going to mean you burn more calories. Well, then also gonna, from our perspective, you're going to start firing different muscle groups. You're going to get different different support, different feedback into, exactly. the, into the body. You suddenly feel stronger. You feel that you're holding your posture better. You're walking a bit more upright probably minimally are but you're getting a different feedback and it, you get a feel good factor and that posture as well you can actually make yourself look like you've lost weight just by getting better posture yeah yeah and so mixing that in with chiropractic care with going to the gym with strength training you can get better posture which makes you sit upright more your chest is and the out beauty and your of shoulders that, six right. eight weeks you're going to start you're going to start noticing that yeah exactly. you're going to feel it sooner two three weeks but very quickly start giving people giving you feedback so the message is 
Um, it's not just about cardio, although most people don't do cardio during their everyday life. So I do yeah. some cardio. Some cardio, but not don't shy away from the yeah. from the resistance machines and the. What is your view of of at least starting off with a, a, a an assessment with a PT? Um, physical trainer and, and getting a program because I have a big thing with a lot of patients they go and, and ideally they go with a mate you know they go with mm -hmm. a friend they go it's, it, it's and that's we'd encourage that but three or four weeks down the line they're doing the same program but they started off with different goals because they like to either have a chat or share equipment and it's more fun to do it something so with the you know there's a lot of people who the myth is i pick read this up off the of the internet or i pick this up rather than use the trainers or, or that at the gym yeah i mean i can't speak for every single trainer purely because everyone is going to be at different levels if you know there's a good trainer there who has a lot of good results has yeah. a good track record then yes go to speak i'm to just them. Thinking, thinking more from a starting perspective rather than ideally someone working with a personal trainer one-on-one -on -one is, mm -hmm. is going to be far better but a lot of people go into the gym blind. So they do little, or watch someone else and go, well, that looks all right. I'll do a bit of a bike because I can ride a bike. And so they're not necessarily using the full capability of what the gym's got to offer. Yeah, and if someone is there doing something which you like, or there's someone there who's strong with doing squats and you want to know how to squat, don't be afraid to ask that person. Nine yeah. times out of 10, they're gonna be actually fine about it. I know when I get asked about anything, and I'm not a personal trainer in that gym, I'll yeah. be fine about opening up. And some of my friends who aren't actually trainers or haven't been personal trainers will be fine about talking about what they do, why they do it. But the cardio thing, if we go back to that, the big mistake people make there is doing too much without the strength training, which means essentially that yes, they will lose weight, but they will lose a lot of muscle. So use, use the gym, don't be, don't be afraid to ask for, for advice even from, you know, not necessarily from a PT, but from other people who are using the equipment. It's a great way to meet new people and, and yeah. then you feel more welcome at the gym. Exactly. What about other myths? Things that, no pain, no gain. Yeah. We get this hashtag beast mode and all this, which I absolutely hate. <laughs> and I used to do it all the time, uh, a, a few years back, well, you need to go and kill a session, all these sorts of things. And it's in like the Instagram generation and stuff like that, where it's, if you haven't, got to the point where you can't walk down the stairs. And I used to be that trainer that done that with people. It was yeah. pointless. No one really wants that. Purely because, of, I say no one, that's generalizing a lot, but a lot of people don't want that. Because if you're in pain, like there's different sorts of pain. We know there's injury pain, and then there's gonna be delayed onset of muscle soreness, yeah. which it's good to get a little bit. And starting a new program, you will get a little bit of pain. That's not going to be yeah. really able to be avoided. Well, and I would use I wouldn't use pain as the, as the the way to describe it. I would say it's feedback. It's that stiffness. It's actually like oh, I can feel I've yeah, used the body in a different way. It should remind you of of you know being a kid playing football or doing something which is you've got a memory of that. It's it's not a oh I can't get out of bed or I've done something wrong. Yeah. So it's that that feel good discomfort feedback rather than pain. Pain, true pain, is a is a reaction of the body saying I'm protecting myself. Mm -hmm. So, so you've got to watch out. So, so I think some people there's eat, muscle soreness and pain under underestimate or overestimate that feedback. And and with that as well, you don't want it to be at the point where you can't train seven days in a row because you're so sore from doing some squats. Yeah, it's going to just be detrimental, especially starting off. Exactly, you don't want it to put you off. And I used the, to be the that guys same person. Who, guys who go straight off within two weeks, 
they've pulled the hammy. Now they can't yep. train for three weeks. They're not going to. Uh, they're not going to be going going again afterwards. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Another big thing is uh, spot reducing fat, which again around this time of year, people they want to get their belly fat down and things like that. Now, first off, belly fat and fat around your vital organs is usually um, with relations to visceral fat, internal fat is down to stress levels more than anything. And the body doesn't lose fat in one place. Now it's the old, um, I'm going to do some abdominal work because therefore I want to lose the belly. Yeah. And it's like, you just, you're going to get better abdominal function and that's going to help hold you in that. But place. also remember you're that not, like your abdominal crunches. muscles don't use the, the fat right next to your abdominals. It's all around. That'll They're go everywhere. with the fat which is easiest to burn. Yeah. Uh, and also as well, we have to remember that you've also got um, anti-rotational as a, as a function of the abdominals. Then there's going to be staying upright as well, not yeah. just crunching. And then I, I bet you've had people come to you as well, which have done a lot of crunches and then have got a bad back because of the the agonist antagonist yeah and just functions. also technique wise you yeah. know they're all classic hooking the feet underneath something so they can do the sit-up the full sit-up so they feel better yeah. they've done a hundred sit-ups but they've actually also overloaded the hip flexors hip flexes, yeah exactly and, and pulled on the lower back and they pulled a disc um and so it, it is exercising correctly yeah. and and i mean you can build the abdominal muscles up just like other muscles so you can see them at a higher yeah. body fat but yeah it's not going to burn fat in that specific position. But when you run on the treadmill or you do an abdominal crunch, you're not using, you're not taking um, your energy from different sources. You, you, it's still coming from the same source of yeah. your body. And I think you'd probably be someone that says that I definitely would say that I would love to be lying about that, but that is the truth. I would love to be able to say, yeah, I'm going to do loads of crunches and get a six pack all year round. But unfortunately, we have to put in a bit of graft yeah. around. And, and I think body. you put a big one on that the stress element of that changes hormones hugely and has a big impact on that. But then also then the, the going to the gym or exercising is a great way to counteract that that, mm-hmm. that adrenal stress overload. So actually it's if the exercise. Don't do too much. Yeah. If the exercise yeah, so you're not driving yourself further into that. If so it's really the exercise is is you are actually treating the underlying issue by counteracting the stress. You don't have to get too hooked up 